0: stretch uh what do you attribute that to have you been able to put your finger on it so you guys can can work on some adjustments in practice or, or what i mean i did not get to see either of your games live so i'm flying a little bit blind i guess that's why i asked the question
1: uh, i think a lot of it has to do with who we played yeah um you know Dixie plays pretty well over there and <clears throat> we were pretty competitive most of the game but uh they made a little run there at the end but this and then finally just they're shooting the ball really well and playing with a lot kind of energy and they jumped out on us real quick. It was like thirteen to two. And then it was pretty even from there on out, but that lead right at the beginning just really hurt us. So you know, both those teams are playing really well and we're, we're just not quite for that level consistency right now, so we're trying to get the kids to play a little bit more consistent, try to do the things that we need to do to be successful.
0: It looks like you've tinkered a little bit. I guess "tinkered" is the right word. You've tried to play the matchup game. You know, you've you you brought in a different starter here and there. I think one game you you brought in uh, Holmes and and then brought in one of your seniors off the bench. I know sometimes that's kind of tricky as a head coach to do that because you worry about disrupting things and confidence. But it looked like you were kind of searching for a spark the last couple of weeks. Is that is that true to some extent? Yes, in fact, we
1: have tinkered it back the other direction too. We start. And my, the sophomores off the bench. So, uh, I I like how you know the sophomores are young and they they they're trying their best. It's just they're inexperienced, so they're going to make mistakes. And so as a coach, you, you just don't want to put them in situations where they're making too many and losing their confidence. But the fact is, they're you know there are better players uh, with this with this group we have this year. So we need them to play. Um, you just need to make sure they're. They're doing things uh, that are going to help our team and not hurt our team, and so it's just a—it's been a difficult stretch this year, just because we have so many younger kids that are playing this year, and I've never had that many sophomores play varsity ball and, and count on them to contribute to help us. So it's been a kind of a learning experience for me as well. That's just how it happened to roll this year. We got, you know, some seniors and not many. That are contributing with the varsity right now, but you know, they're improving in their JV games. But we've got a lot of sophomores who are contributing uh, JV and varsity, and uh, we're just a little too inconsistent right now. We're trying to find that, uh, you know, that magic.
0: Yeah, uh, and tonight.
1: We'll it'll get us going.
0: So. Yeah, no doubt. And tonight, the Cedar Redmond come in. We'll have that game for you live right here on ESPN Radio. We'll also have it on CEC-TV, which is TDS Cable Channel 22, and we'll stream it on SportsRadio977.com. So lots of ways you can access this game, or we'll even get over there and watch it in person at the Thunderdome. And and, and Cedar's kind of had some tough breaks. And as a coach, you've you coached many years, Coach, you know that sometimes when it rains, it pours. and and they've lost some key guys to injury, and they they thought they just got Dallin Grant back. He played a game in three quarters, and now it looks like he's out again, probably for the whole season. And and you know every coach has had to deal with injuries, but you're going to be facing some kids that maybe uh, are going to be excited to get some more varsity playing time tonight. I got to imagine. Yeah, I think uh, even
1: you know before Grant got hurt, senior in a lot of ways are similar to us this year. They're playing a lot of young kids, a lot of sophomores, even a freshman. Uh, and so, I think that bodes well for for both programs in the future. But it's just tough to to compete, you know, with with the majority of your kids being that young. Uh, but yeah, they're having some tough tough go at it right now with some injuries and I heard there's some disciplinary issues tonight. So yeah, you're right. Sometimes it's like a range of pores, and and we all go through that. so you know through the years, different times. I know kind of went through a year ago with. No injuries and so forth. So it happens. But uh you just gotta have a positive mentality, next nice guy up and you know, do your best to contribute to the team and, and uh,
0: just keep moving forward. Coach, speaking of some of your underclassmen, um, I thought Keegan Munson against Dixie and then against Pineview had two really good games where he kind of was unleashed a little bit, really aggressive down in the paint, getting offensive rebounds. He's been pretty consistent this year, but um kinda tell us about his last his last several games. Uh, for you and kind of his progression to this point in the season?
1: Well uh, a good question. That kid's got a lot of upside, he's just really raw. Um I thought he's played maybe his best couple of games or the last games as far as just being more consistent. Uh scoring a little bit for us, defending a little better and being a little more consistent with his rebounding. But uh he's he's got some ability and talent it's just kind of putting it all together, and keep working on of those skills that he needs to improve that. But uh, I kind of feel like we go and he goes. When he's playing well and contributing on both ends of the floor, we seem to do better as a team. So he's a big key for us. And, uh, I didn't start him last game. And to his credit, he's, he's just trying to play the same way regardless of how many minutes, when he comes off the bench, when he starts. So uh, I wanted to start him tonight. I feel like he gives us the best chance to, to be successful. So we'll start him first. And then uh, Peyton. Holmes comes off the bench and he, you know, he's tripping quite a bit into the point guard position. And I feel like he's, he's growing and learning and trying to understand what we need. Um, we'd like him to be a little bit more aggressive offensively. He's got some ability to shoot the ball, but he's a little apprehensive, I think, in that varsity, you know, um, competition. But that's something he's going to work on. And then uh, a couple other underclassmen, you got uh, Trey Rockhill who comes on. And, He's a very good shooter, but he needs a little space to get that shot off. He's not one that's going to create a lot of shots off the dribble. So, um, you know, he he can contribute in those ways. And then uh, Judkins, uh, Justin Judkins, comes off and helps us as well. So, and then you got uh, Reggie Newby, who started some games, and and uh, he gives us a lot of energy. And physically, he's one of the more physical kids. As a sophomore and uh, it really helped us there defensively
0: and as well. Yeah, it's interesting because Peyton Holmes is 4.2 points a game, uh, but 48 assists. He's He's got a team high in assists. It's just right around three assists a game. And then you mentioned months, and we spent some time talking about your young sophomore, Big Man, right around seven points a game, but uh, 83 rips this year, which puts him right around five rebounds a game. So you got a couple of key statistical categories where the sophomores are – Leading and then a lot of supplemental stats from those other guys that you just mentioned, and yet, Coach, I, I mean, take nothing away from that sophomore class. That 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 that's fantastic. You got to be excited about you know now and the future. But with Mason Chase and Trevin Lindstrom, I feel, and Carson Thornton, some of your upperclassmen, I feel like those guys really need to be rock solid in this stretch run to make sure you guys can fight uh, upward and try to maybe lock down maybe a, a one or two seed, still maybe get hot here in the second half of region play.
1: Yeah, there's no question. We're we're not gonna go anywhere unless some three or four guys really step it up for us and be a little bit more consistent. Every one of those kids have had moments, um, but they haven't really played well consistently. You know, one game we got one guy playing well and, and maybe the other two not so well and vice versa in the next game. So we just have not, you know, put it all together yet and I don't know why I can't put my thumb on it exactly, but uh, I, I like the kids' attitude. They're still working hard, they're still being coachable, they're they're doing their best the best they can now in practices and kind of translate into the game. So I think, you know, it could it could happen any second here, any game here where the kids start clicking together a little bit better and, and we could make, you know, a run there for for maybe a second or third place and, you know, who knows what time he's playing right now, I don't know if anybody can catch him. But uh we just gotta take a one game time, went practice time, and really just worked on getting better as a team. And I think if we'll do that, we might get hot down the stretch here.
0: Yeah, I mean, you go back to January 16th, that's just two weeks ago, you guys are sitting three and one, four games in, and you, you probably like where you're sitting, and then lost uh, that game by, by nine to Dixie, lost a game over at Pineview, and then last uh, Friday night, out there in the Tigers' den, close one going to the fourth quarter, and then they kind of ran away and hid from you a little bit there, so... With Cedar Canyon View this week, I mean, I guess just what the doctor ordered—a a boost in confidence. If you can go get two wins, you've got two home games this week, which makes these two yeah. matchups even more important, Coach.
1: Absolutely, you gotta you gotta take care of your home games the best you can. This is a huge week for us. And I think if we could get a good night tonight, come out with this one here, kids playing a little bit better, feeling a little bit more confident, uh, you know, maybe just carry that into Friday and play well against Canyon. We Hopefully, we can get a win there. And that really, I think a lot of us just accomplished right, with these kids. You know, as well as I do, when you're making shots, you're just more intense defensively. You're more excited about, you know, just doing everything harder and better. And when the shots aren't going in, you kind of tend to hang your head. That's something we're trying to coach the kids that, regardless, you still can compete in other ways if the shots aren't going in. But we haven't shot the ball real well lately. So that's something we're working on and trying to get better shots for a team.
0: Coach Wade Turley hanging out with us here on ESPN Radio. This will be our Summit Athletic Club featured game tonight on the Triple Cast. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 97.7 FM. Oh. You can watch it on our website, sportsradio977.com. And, of course, you can watch it if you have TDS Cable Channel 22 or, or uh, HD. Did they get that HD CCTV is launching HD, too, up there at the 101. Uh, we'll find it for you. I'll get that info when we come back. But, Coach, I'll let you go. I know you probably want to watch a little of that JV game before uh, you guys tip that varsity game tonight at 7 o'clock, and uh, me and Andy Thompson will be over there. So we'll, we'll, we'll love to talk to you in the postgame, Coach. Talk, talk to you then.